The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome to Crimes Against Humanity. This is our very first show and I can't tell you how excited I am. What a major opportunity for all of us around the world who are concerned about this problem to come together and find solutions. This is really all about never again should a child, should an adult, whether they're male or female, should they ever be exploited again. We can do something about this, and I intend to do that. And that's what Crimes Against Humanity is all about. This is a global interactive Internet training program. It's all about educating and equipping people, helping people find ways to freedom and help people find solutions so that never again will a person be exploited. This show is broadcasting to 170 countries around the globe. Is that exciting or what? We encourage churches and synagogues. We encourage nonprofit organizations. We want you to contact us and get involved. We want to link the world together to become a global Internet community. We're going to archive our show if you miss it. It's at 7 a.m. every Thursday morning, Pacific Standard Time. That's because I'm coming to you from California. But it's 7 a.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. again. And if you miss that, if you can't catch the show, we're going to archive that on millionkids.org. That is M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. And we want you to also consider putting this and archiving this on your church website, maybe your synagogue website, or if you're a nonprofit. It is our goal to put this information out there everywhere we can so that people can be educated. Now, all of this is uh, operated through me and kids. I want to spell that again because somehow I make it sound like I'm saying me and kids, but no, it's me and kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, me and kids, not one million kids, not a million kids, just million kids. It's called that because literally a million kids are trafficked each year around the world. Actually, it's 1.3 million kids around the world. But we don't want this to just be a monologue. You know, now today you won't be able to call in because we haven't set it up yet. We're still getting this all worked out. But starting next Thursday morning, you'll be able to call in. And the call-in number, we'll give it to you regularly, but the call-in number is one 866 472 5788. 
We also want you to email us or uh, at opal at meandkids.org. That's O-P-A-L. My name is Opal Singleton. You can just call me Opal. That's strange enough as it is. Anyway, it's opal, O-P-A-L, at meandkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, kids, K-I-D-S, dot org. We also want you to follow us on Facebook. That's me and kids on Facebook. So we, the reason we want you to do this is we want to hear from you. Since this goes out to 170 countries, we really want to understand what is taking place. You know, our world is in one of the most unique times in history ever in society. On the U.S. front, we're having an absolute global explosion, and especially in the U.S., of technology where we're being connected. I read recently where the entire world is expected to be connected by 2020 on the Internet. But right now, there are literally 3.5 billion people connected. What a great opportunity for all of us to come together. Human trafficking is a very broad subject. Sometimes it involves labor trafficking, sometimes sex trafficking, sex trafficking of minors, sex trafficking of adults, uh, men being exploited through labor trafficking. Sometimes it's sextortion, that is blackmailed by a photo. Uh, so we're seeing all kinds of exploitation. On top of it, think about our world. We're having global mass migration. We're seeing the Syrian refugees. We're seeing people pouring out of Africa trying to be safe. We're seeing big changes in Southeast Asia. We know that the drug cartels and the gangs have done a lot of uh, control and influence and violence down in uh, Latin America and South America. So these things are changing, and it's important that we educate each other. So we would encourage you to, to come on to our Kids Facebook page and let us know who you are and what you're seeing. So this is a dialogue, not a monologue. We want to hear from you. So on top of it, we're going to have guests on the program. We'll have law enforcement, legal analysts, psychologists, victim service providers, technology experts, immigration experts. We really want you to join in with the conversation, and we want you to hear of the very finest that is out there. So as we get started today, I want you to know that this is broken out in four segments. And the reason that we're doing that is because we want you to be able, especially if you're going on to the archive show, to get the part that's mostly geared towards you. And now, so our very first segment here will be focused on first responders and also uh, mandated reporters, practitioners. These are law enforcement, fire department personnel, social workers, psychologists, school educators, pastors. Uh, people who are actually working in the in the uh, industry. So my name is Opal Singleton. Uh, you can read about me on uh, any one of these websites, exploitedcrimes.com, meandkids.org, or on the Voice uh, America Variety Channel. So enough about me. I've trained tens of thousands of people. I've been doing this for years. I've done it in South America, excuse me, South, uh, Southeast Asia. And for the last five, six years, I was, one of, I was one of the early pioneers that took on U.S. human trafficking. It's a fascinating thing. In overseas, it really seems to be a crime involving poverty. But in the U.S., what is driving it is it's a crime of wealth. Now, some of what is driving it is gangs, and that's a big one. Ninety percent of the cases in Southern California are gang-related. In fact, we are seeing gangs come together like never before. 
And so uh, I want to first focus on the gangs. The second section will be on social media. The third section will be on the dark web, child pornography, sextortion. And the fourth section will be on global. So I posted these cases. Actually, Susie Carpenter, who is our media marketing director, has posted these cases so that you can follow them and look at them on Million Kids' Facebook page. So I want to look at the first case. I want to just dive right into it. And I want to look about a case that involves gangs and uh, gangs that use social media and gangs that were incredibly organized. So this case is um, a case that is um, a little more than a year old, I guess about a year and a half old. But it's a fascinating case because it's a case where the tycoon gangs actually uh, organized in ways that we had not seen before. In fact, if you look at the case, you will see that there were about eight or nine gangs that came together, and they used their gang girls, that is called a bottom girl, a girl who does recruiting for the gang, and they placed them in gross on high. Now, these gangs didn't just do sex trafficking. They also have charges against them for, like, attempted murder, assault, drug trafficking, robberies, residential and commercial crimes, and as well as the sex trafficking involving beatings and uh, violence and like that. The reason that's so important, especially the law enforcement, fire department, and personnel that are working with them is this crime is often part of other crimes, but this crime is extremely lucrative. And so we're seeing gangs like never before kind of reorganize and come together. What is fascinating about this is that they lured in these kids. Sometimes they lured them by giving them promises of, you know, really the high life, you know, getting uh, fancy cars and, and taking trips and like that. But sometimes they just lure them in through violence, which isn't exactly luring them in. It's more like tricking them into submission, and that is often called grooming. They recruited over 100 kids here. We believe there were 94 girls and six guys is the last number I saw, and I'm not sure that that's finalized. But one of these kids was 12 years old. And they were actually sold across a, a multi-state area, that everywhere from California. Now, this took place in Southern California, but the kids were sold as prostitutes over in Texas, Arizona, Kansas, Michigan, Nevada, all across the U.S. Many of these kids were tattooed with barcodes. Now, that's called branding, and gangs will do that to let these kids know that they don't have a right to own their own body. So how does this work? You know, how do you take a child and a child that normally would never be involved in something this and get them to be compliant? Well, it's really called grooming and it's called branding and it's also uh, a way of actually beating these kids into submission. They will often put them in, in uh, closets where they're there for days, where they can't go to the bathroom, where they're starving to death. They will gang rape them, gang sodomize them. They often burn them, cut them. They actually get these kids where they have PTSD, where they're absolutely brainwashed, and they can't get free. You know, one of the questions that often happens here is, how do kids get free? But they can't. So this is a case, I want you to read it, I want you to follow it, I want you to get involved with it, and let us know uh, what you think. We need to educate against this. We need to talk to our kids about staying away from gangs, 
and not being involved in gangs because being a gang girl isn't like it used to be. So we can take this on, but first we have to understand it. The way for churches and individuals to do this is support law enforcement in their efforts. Pray for them. Support them. Find ways that you can let them know that that they're taking on the worst of the worst. People who literally violate other people's bodies are the worst of the worst. So this program is Crimes Against Humanity, and uh, we really want you to get involved in this. Educate yourself. Read this case on here. I think you'll be blown away at just how serious this is. There are many, many cases like this where kids get involved in it. They never anticipated being a victim of human trafficking. That is the sad part about this. Now, I can work in this kind of business because I know that kids will listen. And we need to talk to them because they never really understand the road that they are taking when they are doing this. But more important, we need to keep our eyes out. Somehow we're afraid of gangs, as we should be, but we need to report this activity to law enforcement. And we need to be able to educate in our schools. And and I will tell you here in Southern California, many of the schools, uh, the teachers, the counselors are being educated. And they're starting to recognize that the recruiting is often taking place in schools. What will often happen here is that the gangs will take their girls And this will be a new student, and they'll enroll them in school, and they begin to recruit. So we must train our counselors to watch out for this. So this is Opal, Crimes Against Humanity, and if you'll stay tuned, the next section we're going to talk about will be social media and how predators use social media to access, groom, and recruit our kids. Again, this is Opal Singleton. Stay tuned. We appreciate you following us, and thanks for joining us on our very first uh, show. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know.
you count. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton Well, welcome back. This particular section of the show is all about seduce the grooming of America's teenagers. We're going to be talking about social media in this particular one, and we're going to look at a case. Uh, as many of you know, I wrote a book called Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenagers. For those of you who don't know me, let me tell you what a surprise that was. I never expected to write a book. I uh, actually wrote this book because a kid at a high school made me mad, and we wrote it in about three weeks. Uh, and it's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. And uh, I think it's a very important book, quite frankly, not, not because I wrote it, but schools throughout Southern California are buying them in large numbers to get them to their counselors. I want you to just take a thought with me here for a minute before we, and we may or may not get into a full case on this one, but I want you to realize uh, something with me. What, a, what an epiphany I had one day as I realized that we are at a unique time in history based on technology. We have a generation of kids who have never not known the Internet. Now, their older brothers and sisters knew the Internet, but they didn't have the devices 24-7. So this generation is really uh, one of the most ever unique generations ever before because they have more power, more access, more ability to reach total strangers than any other generation in history. And those strangers have the ability to reach them and to access them, groom them, and recruit them. And more important, they have the ability to talk to our kids about things that we always considered the Holy Grail as parents. These are spirituality, sexuality, morality, maybe ISIS, maybe abortion, a a gender identity, things that normally a parent would guide on. But this generation has a huge amount of access. And the parents and the grandparents of this generation have one of the biggest parenting childs of all times because they are the parents that need to lead these kids into understanding the moral aspects of how to use technology. Technology isn't good or bad. It's how we teach our children to do it. But think about what's happening in our society. We are actually giving our young people access to an entire world, oftentimes before they go through puberty. 
And if you give a young person a cell phone and they're really good, they can meet more strangers than you have known in a lifetime. And sometimes this goes horribly wrong, and that is when I get involved. You see, working with me and kids, I not only educate people, but I sit with parents who are missing their, their lovely little child. You know, this child will go on the Internet. They'll meet a total stranger. They fall in love. It becomes a fantasy relationship. You see, these predators are good. They just give you a little bit of information, and the next thing you know, you're making up your own fantasy. And that's exactly how grooming works. Grooming doesn't work like most parents think it does, quite frankly. You know, these guys will send a kick message. Kick is K-I-K. That is the most prominent site where we have kids who are exploited. And you'll see that if you start to follow me and kids on our Facebook site. Because what you'll see is that instant message goes out. Now, I did a survey a while back of a high school locally, and 80% of the kids were on Kick. 80% had talked to a stranger and had received a message to a stranger. Excuse me. Let me get that straight. 80% had received a message from a stranger. 50% had replied to that stranger. And three went out and met a total stranger. Is that scary? I mean, that is scary. We used to tell our kids, don't take candy from strangers. We're giving our kids that candy today because they can get these instant messages. So what will happen here is that guy will send something really cute and funny, and our kids say something cute and funny back. And the next thing you know, they're texting and tweeting. They're, they're sharing an Instagram, or they're meeting on Facebook, or, or maybe they're over on a, sharing a YouTube. And the next thing you know, let's play Xbox. And pretty soon, mom and dad are saying, hey, don't talk to strangers. But you know what? That's no longer a stranger. Because if you text and tweet it to somebody literally 50 times, you're feeling very loyal to them. And that is how this is happening. So, again, what we need to do is learn to talk to our kids about this. Because you're not going to just be able to take all this technology away from them. And especially if you're buying them games, by the way, you get the message, you bought the game, the kid's message is, well, dad, mom must think it's okay. Because the parent is not getting involved. So the book is called Seduce, the Grooming of America's Teenagers. And over the course of time, we're going to be examining case after case after case on social media, uh, how this works and how predators do it. In the meantime, go to me and Kit's uh, Facebook page and look at all the cases. We post new cases there every four to five minutes. And so we're encouraging you to go on and look at these cases that will teach you on how to keep your child safe. And each week now, we will take a different case and talk about how this could have been done different. So this is, uh, my name's Opal Singleton, and this is Crimes Against Humanity. Join us in the dialogue. Send us a Facebook message. Get involved. Follow us on the website. And be sure and, watch and stay tuned for next week, and we'll cover this again. Now stay tuned for the next segment. And we'll be talking about a little bit about the dark web and child pornography.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O P A L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, thanks for staying with us. I appreciate it. During the last segment, we talked a little bit about social media. And because I'm new at this, we're still learning how to time all this out. I didn't get to a case I want to share with you. Uh, These cases, by the way, are all posted on our Facebook page. And I just wanted to use them as an example. And one of the cases I'm showing you involves an individual by the name of Joseph Lloyd White. And he's since been charged now. He got 10 years in federal prison. And it was an interesting case because what happened is this family gave their 9-year-old child. Now, it doesn't say if it's a girl or boy, uh, but they gave their 9-year-old child a cell phone. That always fascinates me, you know. How much judgment does a nine-year-old child really have? Now, I know we want to be connected, and I know everybody's doing it, but I want to share with you how this went wrong, because in this case, this nine-year-old child almost instinctively knew how to use the phone. Somehow, he installed an instant messaging app. I find this fascinating because... This nine-year-old child, now I don't know which instant messaging app, there are several. Kik is the most popular one, K-I-K, but Yahoo has instant messaging. There are several out there. He installed this app and almost instantly came across a pedophile by the name of Joseph Lloyd White, who's 44. And in the course of this, the guy hooked up with him, and he knew the child was only nine. He convinced this child to take his naked photo and send it to him. Now, isn't this a fascinating concept? Here, this child's nine. He hasn't been through puberty yet. So why does he think somebody wants a naked child photo of him? Now, us as an adult, it would take us forever just to figure out how to install an instant messaging app, let alone being able to install one, take our naked photo, and send it off to a total stranger. This child was able to do that, but apparently... 
he didn't or she didn't understand that you shouldn't do this. So it's a, it's a fascinating time in our lives when we're giving so much access to our innocent young kids. These kids are very sharp technically, but they haven't they don't have enough cognitive reasoning. I'm sure this isn't a fine fine child, you know, but they don't have cognitive reasoning, and on top of it, they haven't been through puberty. Well, in this case, the man uh, convinced them to send explicit photos from the child, and then he sent them back. And eventually the parents saw this and got a hold of the police and the police stood in for the child and got the man to show up. And then now he's looking at 10 years in prison and thank God for that. But I want you to look at that case on our Facebook page. Now I want to tell you about a little more complex case because we're moving to the next segment that really will cover things like the dark web child pornography, and sextortion. Sextortion is a kind of exploitation that we are seeing on a regular basis. That word is a combination of two words, sex and extortion. So in the course of that, what happens is they often will, a predator will go out and they will solicit an illicit photo from someone. Now, when I trained in schools, and I'm hoping you mom and dad and counselors and teachers out there really hammer this home. We need to educate our kids that if anybody asks for a naked photo, you know, go and tell someone. It's always a trap. In fact, when I teach speaking in public schools, I have a logo called the Love Trap. It's a registered trademark. And I talk about love being a trap sometimes if it's exploitive love. And I talk about the difference between exploitive love and empowering love. And I hope parents and counselors all over the world will take this assignment on and do this because we don't talk to our kids about good love and bad love and what it should look like. Well, in the case here that we're looking at, this involves an individual by the name of Patrick Newman. He was 33 years old. He just was sentenced to 504 months in prison. If my math is right, that's about 42 years. And praise God that happened. This guy happened to be in Louisville, but I see these cases all over America. Now, this guy was involved in child pornography, and as the weeks go on, we're going to be talking a lot about the dark web and child pornography rings. You see, child pornography is an absolute epidemic. We're seeing so many cases of child pornography that I started creating an Excel spreadsheet to track them all. Now, this isn't scientific by any means, by the way, but anything that I can get in public records, I began to track them because I was fascinated by what I saw. What was interesting was about 85% of these people appear to be Caucasian males, and about 40% of them are connected to schools, and that is the case here in that this individual was connected to a school. In fact, he was a former teacher and an assistant football coach in a parochial high school. He received 16 counts of producing child pornography and one count of online enticement of a minor. He actually engaged in sexual activity with three of the minors. Now, these appear to be boys, from what I can tell of this class. And I bring this case out specifically because we always think of girls as victims. And many, many cases in child sexual uh, trafficking, it is the girls. It's about one to five. More five, five girls to every one guy in actual 
prostitution, where they're either lured or tricked into prostitution. But in sexual exploitation, having to do with sex, um, sextortion, blackmail with a photo, they're often tricked, and it's often boys, as was this case. So he actually engaged in sexual activity with uh, three of the minors, but he actually filmed it and shared it out um, with one minor. The reason I point that out is that the reason these guys are on child porn rings is they get a lot of approval and a lot of excitement on sharing these uh, pictures with other people. These child porn rings operate in the dark web, and I don't have time to go deep into the dark web today, but quickly, if you think about this, think about the Internet as a bucket of water. About the top 5% is being searched by search engines. That's where you and I live, Google, Chrome, Bing, all of those. And that is really where the bulk of the Internet activity takes place at least the bulk that we're able to track and know about. Then there's something called the deep web where corporations and large governments work. And then there's the dark web. Now, we're going to go deep into this over the future uh, shows, but in essence, that's where uh, hackers live, uh, the uh, drug cartels, ISIS, um, money launders, and this is where pedophiles and child pornographers build huge human tra- or, uh, sex uh, pornography rings. So in this case, he would take the photos and he was part of a child porn ring and he shared it out with other people. He, this guy had victims, not just in Louisville where he was in school, but also in Texas, Ohio, Indiana, Colorado, North Carolina, New York, Utah, Oregon, and the whole United Kingdom. So he was out of the country on this. So it really is a fascinating thing what happened here of how he treated all of this. When he was interviewed, he said that he had interest in boys that were 13 to 17 years old, and he often used kick. Now, we're going to talk about kick extensively in our segments about seduce. He used Vine. That's a video sharing. He used Snapchat. Most kids think Snapchat is safe and easy to use. And he used a couple of others. He even used a Dropbox. But the good news here is he was reported, he was found, he was researched, and hands off to all the FBI. And in this case, I believe it was Homeland Security, too. I can't quite remember. And they, it was a long-term investigation. But I applaud law enforcement. They do not get enough credit on how hard it is to build a case like this. These guys often use cyber currency, which isn't traceable. And we're going to talk about cyber currency like bitcoins and and, uh, World of Warcraft gold and how our kids are using cyber currency even to sell and buy pornography. So that will be in future segments on this. But I want you to go to me and kids' Facebook and look at this case and understand it. The more you can look at it, look at it from the point of view of the predator, the the victim, and law enforcement. The more you can understand it, the better we can combat it. Now, stay tuned. The next section is about me and kids global and going out to 170 countries.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton wow this is just so exciting imagine this this show is broadcasting to 170 countries around the globe i'm very grateful for voice america to share with us this opportunity what an amazing chance to build a global internet community to get the latest information about global exploitation throughout the world from people with boots on the ground you know, we really hope that churches and nonprofit organizations around the world will forward this to their missionaries and their sister organizations overseas. We're, we really want to create a special Facebook page. Now, I don't think it's happened yet because poor Susie Carpenter that runs our media marketing, she really works hard to get that information out there. If you haven't been on our Facebook page of me and kids, she posts new cases every three to four hours. But we want to build a global Internet community, so we're building a second Facebook page for just the last segment of this show. It'll be called Me and Kids Global. I don't think it's built yet, but it will be by next week. And we're doing this because we want you to get involved with it. It's our vision to build a global interactive Internet community that has the latest information with boots on the ground and what you're seeing. So we're going to ask you to go on and post who you are, where you are, and what you're seeing, and more important, what is being done to it. So if you're not on Me and Kids Facebook, just go on now and hit the like button and you'll be part of our team. So this can be from third world countries out there, you know, and it can also be from developed countries because I really want you to think about this. We're really at a unique time in our life. Look at the Syrian migration that's going on out there. You know, literally millions of people have lost everything they own. 
everything. And because of the political nature of what is going on, some of these people are good people and some of these people want to do harm. But I bet the bulk of them are good people. But many of these people are being exploited. And quite frankly, some of the countries that are being overrun with refugees are experiencing massive explosion of exploitation out there. So, you know, I don't care if you're from the UK, from Italy, Turkey, Eastern Europe, or maybe you're from Southeast Asia or Latin America or Mexico or Haiti, let us know who you are and what is going on and more important, what you're doing about it. And on top of it, if it's just too scary, if it's dangerous, if it's confidential, if it might put you at risk, don't post it on our Facebook page, but send me an email at Opal at Me and Kids. So, Having said all that, I want to look at our first global case of this. And I looked long and hard and thought, what is the right case to start this with? And I picked a case that, a situation that I think is absolutely fascinating. And it is on our Facebook page today, and it's coming to you from Amsterdam. This is a case of webcam child sex tourism. Now, I worked out at Southeast Asia for a little while, and I've been to Cambodia several times. And, and, you know, I understand all that takes place in the name of child sex tourism. For years, we've had predators and pedophiles and perverts flying to Thailand and Cambodia and South American countries and African countries for the sole purpose of violating a child. And it is just disgusting. But I'll tell you, the world has really increased their standards about going after these guys. I've been to Cambodia several times. I work with an organization there called Rafa House, R-A-P-H-A. Rafa means healing, excuse me, and uh, I think it's Hebrew, I'm not sure, but Rafa House. And they work out of Cambodia, and they rescue and, and support and uh, and bring kids into safe houses that have been violated, especially through sex tourism. But there's an organization out of Amsterdam that is doing something really fascinating. Now, I'm not sure how to pronounce their name because I'm not French or, or uh, I'm not, I don't speak their language. It looks like Terra des Holmes, or Holmes, T-E-R-R-E, second word D-E-S, and the last word is H-O-M-E-S. You can see it on the Facebook page on Me and Kids Facebook. But you know what they did? There is a huge epidemic now starting because of technology, a pedophile sitting at home on their own webcams, and they pay people in foreign countries to bring in little kids, often often very young kids from poor villages like the Philippines, like Cambodia, like Vietnam, like India, and they pay people to bring those children in and put them in front of a webcam. And they get that child to be molested. They either ask the child to masturbate themselves or someone else molests that child while they're sitting in front of their webcam, either in Sweden or Michigan or Arizona or, or wherever they're at, all over the world, and they are pleasuring themselves as that child's being violated. So these people right here, I'm impressed with what they have done. They got together a bunch of technology experts, and they created a girl who actually doesn't exist. It really is a fascinating thing. 
Because what they did is they created a digitized image of a 10-year-old girl named Sweetie. And this girl was supposedly from the Philippines. She looks absolutely real. They have done an amazing job on this. And Sweetie comes on. Sweetie doesn't exist. She's simply a digital image. And she sits in there and, you know, uh, this guy talks to her and she responds and they begin to lure them in. The whole thing is set up to lure in these predators and draw them out around the world. Since they have done this, in two months, they were instrumental in locating and bringing to uh, the attention of law enforcement over a 1,000 predators. Now, is that a cool solution or what? I am so proud of these people, really proud of these people. And I want you to read about this. They actually have a petition that you can sign to encourage the UN to encourage other countries to stop webcam child tourism. So if you do nothing else today, at the end of the show, here's an opportunity to take concrete first steps to stop child sex trafficking in our very first show. Is that cool or what? So log on to our Facebook page and find that article. And uh, it's an article about webcam child tourism. Look at the video. And at the end of the, the video, sign up that petition. These people don't know I'm doing this, by the way. But what a great opportunity to take a concrete step to make an a difference. So this is the end of our first show. I hope it's been worth your time. Please share this show with your family and friends. Get your church or nonprofit to archive it on their Facebook or their excuse me, archive it on their website. The more people that know about this, the more we can make a difference. Be sure to turn in next week. Tune in next week, by the way, at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Voice America. 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Facebook at Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids. Be sure and bookmark Exploited Crimes, the website, and also the Million Kids website. I so much appreciate your participating. Together we can change the world for good. So until the next time, this is Opal Singleton wishing you and your family the great blessings of our generous God. He is the God of abundance and the God of intricate details. He can and he will help us combat human exploitation. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.